Shalom, and welcome to In the Beginning. My name is Shmuel Bowman, and I am a Torah scribe. There's a story that took place a long, long time ago of two brothers who lived on either side of a field. One brother was married, lots of children, and on the other side of the field, the other brother was not married. He was single and without a family. And at night, the married brother would think to himself, you know, my brother is over there. He's by himself. He doesn't have anybody. Can't be easy. I want to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take half of my harvest and I'm going to take it over there. And that's what he did. He'd take it over across the field and he'd quietly tiptoe and everything. And he'd spread it amongst his single brother's property so that his single brother would have more and it was already harvested. Meanwhile, the single brother is thinking, you know, my married brother, so he's got a lot of responsibility, all those mouths to feed. Wow, a lot of responsibility over there. Can't be easy. I'm going to do something. And every night he would take half of his harvest and he would quietly and stealthily cross the field and spread it amongst his married brother's property. And this went on for weeks, it went on for months, and then one night, the two brothers literally bumped into each other in this field. They literally bumped into each other, and they realized what the other had been doing. They dropped their bundle, they embraced, and they cried on each other's shoulders, tears of joy, tears of, tears of blessing, Okay. The rabbis teach us that on that site, that site is where the temple, the Beit HaMikdash, was constructed. Because only in a place that truly represents chesed, loving kindness, can be the place of the house of God, can be the place of the temple. We're going to continue with the Torah teaching for this week, right after this message. Would you like to have your favorite Bible verse as it was originally written? Or give someone you love a special gift? Shmuel will create a Hebrew Bible verse of your choice on parchment in the traditional Torah scribal form. The parchment is set in a handcrafted wood frame in a choice of hues and silhouetted by an original design paper cut depicting the unforgettable Jerusalem skyline. The paper cut is offered in three exquisite colors, midnight blue, Burgundy Wine, and Desert Beige. Please visit our website, sacredscrolls.net. For me, one of the most dramatic and traumatic stories in the entire Bible is the relationship between Jacob and Esau, Yaakov and Esau. This is a very, very complicated relationship. It's a relationship that, that has a lot of pieces going on here. Okay, there's 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 jealousy, there's uh, there's feelings of of inferiority, superiority. There's feelings of of um, entitlement. There's deception. There's even violence. There's a lot going on between these two brothers, and um, I think of all the moments in their relationship that really, for me, really is the pinnacle of this tension is in this week's Torah teaching in Toldot. We can find it in chapter 27. And it's the part where their father, right, Isaac, has asked Esau, Esau, 
who's the eldest, he's the firstborn, go out and, you know, and, and hunt some meat for me, bring back that wonderful barbecue that you know how to make, okay? And uh, do that for me. And while that's, while Esau is off in the field, while he's out there hunting or trapping, um, so, so this is the point where Yaakov, Jacob, comes in and masquerades as his brother. This is at the insistence of his mother, Rivka, Rebecca. And he comes in and he disguises himself as his older brother. Now, remember, the two of them are twins. But even with twins, there's always going to be a firstborn and there's going to be a secondborn. And Jacob is not the firstborn. He is the secondborn. He comes in and Isaac, Yitzhak, is um, visually impaired, right? So he really can't tell. You can't tell them apart, and uh, and and Jacob really, literally pulls the literally pulls the wool over his eyes. He literally tricks his father, and in doing so, he receives the blessing, the bracha, that was supposed to be for Esav, that was supposed to be for the firstborn, and it's a blessing that has to do with, in fact, being dominant over his younger brother. It has an incredible blessing of of richness. And of destiny. And right at the moment when Jacob leaves, so that's when Asaf comes in. And it's an incredible, incredible scene. I want to read it straight out of the out of the Bible, out of the uh, out of the Chumash. I'll read it in English. And let's take a look and see exactly what's going on in chapter twenty seven, verse thirty. It was when Isaac concluded blessing. Jacob, and Jacob had just departed from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came from his hunt. And parenthetically, fortunately, right, Esau arrived only after Jacob had received the blessing and left the room. I, I think it would have been a very different story had Esau walked in while Jacob was there. I think it would have been a very, very different story. That's not what happened, however. Okay, there was like one brother left just as the other brother came in. He, Esau, he also made tasty food and brought it to his father. He said to his father, let my father arise and eat from his son's game so that your soul will bless me. Verse 32, Isaac, his father said to him, who are you? Because Isaac was confused by the second entrance. He said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Isaac was overcome with great trembling because he realized that something terrible had occurred. And he said, who is it then who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate from it all before you came and I blessed him. Indeed, how he shall be blessed because he knows that the blessing has taken effect. Chapter 27, verse 34. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried a very great and bitter cry. This is a cry of disappointment of anger and frustration. And he said to his father, bless me too, my father. So, you know, it's it's very easy to uh, to paint Esau, Esau as the bad guy. It's very easy to paint him as the rough guy, the tough guy, the bully, right? Let's not forget, Esau, he's our uncle. He's our uncle Esau. He's Mishpacha, he's family, okay? We're, we're, we're related to him. Okay, and he's a human being, and he's a child of a pa- of parents. This is somebody who is relatable. 
Okay, we can actually, you know, if you think about it, we can identify with him. He's come in, and if, as far as he's concerned, he really does deserve the blessing of the firstborn. And it has been grabbed, it has been stolen away from him. It's an incredible, incredible awareness. The thing that really shakes me to my core is that line, bless me to my father. Now, on the one hand, you know, I, I, I've often thought of that idea as, okay, the blessing, like, uh, you know, I've come for what is mine. What do you, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you mean you gave away my blessing? And we take a look at the incredible teaching of Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz, Zecher Tzadik Livracha, of blessed memory, who in his commentary in the Steinsaltz Chumash, which is his commentary on the five books of Moses, and we're looking at Genesis, he, he brings, he teaches something that is so powerful and is, for me, such an eye-opener and a new awareness to what this idea of blessing is about when he says, when, when Esau says, bless me to my father. And I can imagine, you know, trying to imagine Esau's face, that's that face of loss, this, this sense of sadness, the sense of anger. So, What's going on in these words, bless me too, Father? And Rabbi Steinzelt says the following. Since Esau had not heard the content of the blessing Jacob had received, he did not know that it rendered him subservient to his younger brother. His request for a blessing of his own stemmed from his belief in its prophetic power and from the fact that a blessing expresses the personal ties between father and son. In other words, what Rabbi Steinsaltz is teaching is, yeah, a blessing is prophetic. Yeah, a blessing is there to, you know, to take effect. What's going to happen not only in your life, but in the life of your descendants? There is that aspect. But there's something else going on that I never realized before. And Rabbi Steinsaltz points this out, that a blessing is about the personal ties, is about the relationship between a parent and a child. Asaph is coming in and and he's shaking with fear, he's shaking with sadness, he's shaking with this question, hey, dad, do we still have a relationship? Do we still have something between us? Or was that stolen? Is all lost? What happened to us? I'm your son, Bless me. I'm your son. Stay connected with me. It's an incredible cry. It's an incredible, it's an incredible awareness. Leah and I were, were so blessed. We we have five children, five wonderful children, and we have a wonderful son-in-law. And we have this most darling, cutest, sweetest granddaughter, Halili. And I have news for you. A parent, a grandparent is always blessing their children and their grandchildren. They're always doing that, whether the children know it or not. There's a blessing that's being transferred. There's a blessing that's saying, this relationship is between us and it's forever. Feel it. Own it. That's what's going on. God forbid there should ever be a break in that tie between a parent and a child. God forbid that should ever happen where, where the parent and the child no longer have that relationship, no longer have that connection. And this is what Esau is so concerned about, says Rabbi Steinsaltz, that, that a blessing is prophetic, that a blessing will come true. Besides that, Dad, do we still have something? Do we still, are we, do we still have our relationship as a, as a father and a son? 
It's an incredible concern. And so what an incredible teaching that is to see that Asa wants to make sure, just as any parent and any child always wants to make sure that the bond between them is strong forever. Please join me every week for new ideas and uh, let's share these secrets together. Shalom. I'm Shmuel Bowman. In the Beginning is produced by Sacred Scrolls. You can subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music. If you have any questions or comments, please be in touch through our website at sacredscrolls.net. Thank you for listening.